Welcome to Spiritist Conversations, a show where we sit down with friends to talk about the world through a spiritist lens in an informal, unscripted, and unplugged way. I'm your host, Dennis Sisi. In this episode, our co-host Flavio Zanetti joins me in Peabody, Massachusetts, to talk to our good friend Mackenzie Mello about Jurespi, a month-long series of spiritist events he has organized for the past eight years. So pull up a chair and join us. We are about to start. Welcome to Spiritist Conversations. We are back with the first edition of our Spirit Conversations Massachusetts flavor. We are here today with our good friend Flavio Zanetti and our very good friend Mackenzie Mello. And I am Daniel Assisi, and we will have our traditional unscripted, unplugged Spiritist Conversations, which is really not a show if you think about it, because it's just a bunch of people talking. So thanks for coming. Thanks for being here today. Thank you, Daniel, for inviting me. This is Massachusetts, the land of Dunkin' Donuts. We have different flavors. Right, Flavio? All the time. <laughs> iced um, coffee. So good to have you guys here with iced, us. Yeah, iced coffee during the winter is normal for us. Normal for you, which is great. So um, to the listener that could be new and uh, not aware of our show, what we really do here is have an unscripted conversation. We just really t like talking about spiritism, so we just take the time to do it. And whenever we have a chance to be with good friends uh, and engage in some great conversations, we take that opportunity. Never miss it. So you might already be familiar with Flavio Zanetti. Flavio, tell us a little, little bit about yourselves. Flavio Zanetti from uh, Boston. I, I'm engaged at the uh, Allen Kardec Spirit Society of Massachusetts for about 17 years. And uh, you've heard me before. Uh, I was born in a spiritist family. I've been involved in too many, for many activities. Uh, and so great to be here as well. Great, and I am Daniel Assisi, who, and I live in California, all the way on the other side of the coast, on the west coast, also known as the best coast. No. And I say that, yeah, and I yeah, say question, that yeah. just to get the conversation going here. Oh, they would okay, let me get okay, away okay. with it. <laughs> but I have also have a pleasure of being on the other side of the country. So anytime I see these two guys, which is not that often, uh, it is a great opportunity for us to have some great spiritist conversations. So we want to um, take a little bit of time to get to know Mackenzie Mello. Mackenzie, who are you? Why are you here? Well, I'm here because I live here, right? Or I live close by here. We are here in the city called Peabody, or as, as some people like to say, especially the GPS, they call it Peabody. But we, people who live here, we are uh, Peabodians, I guess. Peabodians, yeah. Peabodians. Uh -huh. Uh, but I don't live here in uh, in Peabody. I live in a city close by called Salem. It's very the witch city. Yeah, the witch city. It's very famous all around the country. And I would say, uh, I would dare to say all around the world, that's where I live, close by Boston, probably uh, 30 minutes more or less from Boston. Depends uh, what time. Yeah, depend, yeah depends. With or without <laughs> traffic. What time of the day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Uh, but the, the Spiritist Center where we are recording right now, it's, uh, it's in Peabody, uh, we, we, we like to call it, when we say its name in English, a li the little spot of light. Uh, it would be a direct translation, but it's, uh, it's a kind of a good translation because it reminds us of the light. 
It reminds us of a little spot of a little place that's cozy where everybody is is welcomed here. And I've been working with uh, with the center since 2006, so it's been 10 years. The Spiritist Center is 14 years old. Uh, it just turned 14 in April, last April. How did it all start, Mackenzie? Tell us a little bit about the uh, Spiritist Center here. Uh, I don't know the full story. I mean, I, I was not here when it was founded. I, what I heard is uh, one of the one of the persons who founded the, the center started going at to the center where you work today that you just that mentioned. Correct. He yeah, was one yeah. of our founders as well. Yeah, so Dante Labati. Dante, yeah. yeah. And then Shirley's, which today is our president, uh, she started going there too, but it was far away from, from here where she used to live at the time in Peabody. And then one day she decided to, well, why don't we start a group to have a, to have conversations, to just sit and have a conversation about the gospel according to spiritism, about spiritism. And then they started to, to meet at her basement. And then it was at the basement where she used to live. Uh, she asked the permission from, from the landlord to use the basement for some meetings one, once a week, and they allowed it. And then they started to have this small group, and then it started to grow. Two or three years later, they they had to leave, and they f- they find this they found this place where we are right now. And since then, that's where we are. It's and been here ever since. yeah, it's I would say it's probably eleven or twelve years right where we are right now. And that's a great story, I think, because it's a story of people, and it's a story that's not uncommon to a lot of the spiritist groups. They are always, almost always start just like that. People want to get together. They start in somebody's basement, a garage, their living room, and then more people show up and you can't fit enough people and they decide, let's get a place and there it goes. Yeah, they, they used to call that place the catacombs because they had to go down the <laughs> stairs. It was a very short floor, uh, a very short ceiling, very uh, so low, low ceiling. ceiling. And then some of them would hit their heads when they were going down. Dun, uh, Mr. Dent, Dante Labate would, would, would be too, the yeah. one who would hit his head from time to time. And uh, they, they would call the catacombs reminding, um, remembering the days of, of Jesus when the, the first Christians, right after he died, yep. they had to hide uh, on the catacombs so that they could meet and so on. So that's a common story that we hear from these first that's ones. Cool. Yeah, That's pretty cool. So can you tell us a little bit about the, uh, how is the, uh, the center today? Like the activities that you guys have here, uh, public sessions, meetings, study groups. Can you tell us a little bit about the, uh, the activities in general of the uh, Spiritist Center? Yeah, we uh, uh, we we basically all our our activities are in Portuguese, but we have activities every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at night. Usually starts at seven, and then we have activities on Saturdays. So on Mondays we have a public talk. It's a regular uh, meeting with public talk, and uh, we have passes at the end of the meeting. Once once a month, every second Monday of the month, we have one special talk in English. Flavio sometimes comes here. Uh, we invite him to come here to, to, to say some words for us in English. It's once a month. The, all the other activities are in Portuguese uh, throughout the week. So Tuesday we have uh, fraternal counseling, people who, who need to talk uh, about their problems. And then we have uh, uh, passes for them as well while we are giving talks here to... to uh, to provide comfort to those who come. On Wednesdays, we have our study group, uh, Spiritist study group. Right now, we are studying 
um, spiritism and Christianism together. So we're going through the phases of the, the, the life of Jesus uh, through his through the Gospels, uh, learning about the main characters, Peter, Paul, Matthew, all the disciples, all the apostles, and so on. On Thursdays, we have our mediumship meetings, which is we are in a study phase. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not uh, the practical phase, well, although they have already started having half an hour, more or less, of of meditation, of trying to concentrate, to learn how to communicate and how to deal with, with that those communications. And on Saturday, which is our last day of the week with activities, in the afternoon we receive the, the young guys the, from 3, 2 to 17, 18, which starts at 5, from 5 to 6. And then at 7, we start a public meeting, which is usually the meeting where we have more people in the house. It's the... It's, it was the very first meeting was on a Saturday night at this place, so it's the the meeting where we you have kept, more you people. Kept it, sort of, yeah, it's very common. Mm-hmm. But so one of the great things that you guys also do here, and it's partially the reason why we're here today, is this thing called Jurespi. Correct. What is Jurespi? <laughs> what kind of name is that, anyways? <laughs> That's true. Well, Jurespi is an acronym, but. Acronym, but uh, of course it will not work in English because it's all made out of uh, Portuguese works words. So the name means uh, a spiritual journey um, or a spiritist journey of Peabody. Uh, it will be uh, so we take the whole month and during that whole month of June. Yeah, usually. Yeah, Is it June, always June? It's always June. In the beginning, we started. We want. We wanted to do it in April, but for some reason, it didn't work. Uh, I think we had something else going on, and then we decided, well, so then let's postpone to June. And then after the first one, it just became June, yeah. So since the first one, this is our eighth edition. Um, And this year we're talking about art. So all kinds of art related to spiritism and what spiritism can help uh, in improving art, what we can bring from art to understand spiritism better and make this conjunction. So the Jorespi is, we take the whole month and study one specific topic in different lectures. So we have specific lectures on sun, on Saturdays and on Mondays. And we, we ask people, we invite people from all around the country. And if we have the, the opportunity of having people coming from Brazil, like last year, we had uh, Geraldo Lemos. He was in the United States at the time, but he lives in Belo Horizonte. So he was around and we invited him, and he could, could be here. So we had the um, we were lucky to have him here at that specific time because he doesn't live here. So Daniel, for example, he lives in California. Last year was the first year that we invited him, and he was able to come. This year, the same thing. Flavio always comes, but Flavio lives around the corner. I'm so down, I'm it's, on the street, yeah. 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 Apparently, you haven't learned your lesson, and you invited me here again. <laughs> you look at me, dude, eight years, nonstop. <laughs> We are often called, uh, you know, Flavio and I decided that we have a name for ourselves for Flavio and I, and we're the karma burners, right? Karma be- burners. Because we, if you hang out with us, you're going to be so annoyed that you, it's you're like, going to practice you know, charity, indulgence, charity, <laughs> forgiveness, all the time, benevolence, so all the time. So it's basically, we're doing you a favor because you're <laughs> just evolving quicker. Thank you, guys. So we're, we help you. We're the I love burners. you already. <laughs> but all jokes aside, um, I think you're selling this a little bit short because... I think what the great thing about Jurespi 2, which you, obviously you guys can't see because we're doing this voice, but it's not just the lectures. There's a whole piece that goes with it. For instance, there's, there's some projects, some different things. So right now we are at the group's uh, main main room, and it probably seats, uh, uh, sits about 60, 50, 60. 50 yeah. 
but there's a beautiful wall here on the right side that is almost like a, a colorful a quilt. Canvas, a right? quilt, yeah. They got different pieces of paper, different sh uh, shapes and different textures and shapes and patterns, cut it and glued, and it looks fantastic. And it's such a labor of love, and it just adds to the whole idea of art as well. And we also have another wall that they've painted here. They, they always do something really special and really cool and creative. And this one is all black and white. It has the, the, the main title. And it has different um, modalities of art represented. There's a TV for the graphic arts, and there's painting, paintings. Like a theater, you know, uh, masks. There's a ballerina, ballerina there. there. Yep. So it's pretty, pretty cool. So it's really an immersive process, I think. It's not just about a lecture. It's about coming together, being. And it's really great because uh, I think if I got this right, and I want to ask you, there's also a communal part to this, right? It's also not just about the talks. It's about coming together and bringing people together from different groups. Because sometimes we don't have uh, the time during our weekly uh, meetings to really have some time to kind of go to another group, which might be a little bit farther away, to kind of hang out and get to meet each other. Is that right? That is correct. That is correct. This is it's It is very interesting because... It was something that almost, as we usually say, came ready, already came from somewhere. We just sat down and then with the group and then everything started to be laid out very quickly and very easily. So one of the first thoughts was, let's not ourselves give the lectures. We want to invite people to talk to us. So in this process, not only we learn more from people that we usually don't see, that we don't see very often, that we, we are not able to have them. Uh, Daniel is from, from California. If he were a worker from this group, he would be here every week giving a lecture maybe once a month, maybe, maybe twice a month. Mm -hmm. But we cannot have him here. So why not on this month invite people from the other center? So Flavio has been here with us uh, since the very first one. This is the eighth time that he's going to talk to us at this. But he doesn't only come for the talks. When he has the chance, he will come to see other friends that he doesn't see very often as well, just like Daniel, for example, right? He will come here. He came here tonight to see Daniel speak. And we invite people from other groups. Flavio is from the group from Somerville, but we invite people from the group of Westboro. We're going to talk about them a little later on, maybe. Uh, we... We, we invite people from all the other groups to come and talk to us. But we do the opposite as well. When we visit those groups, we visit well. those yeah. groups during this month. So we always, during this month, we talk to everybody in the group and we invite everybody. We say all the times of their uh, regular meetings and we say, well, this week, that's the group we're going to visit. If anybody wants to come, wants to join us to, to go and visit the other group, let's go together. This week was... Uh, was uh, the Somerville group we went to on, on, on Wednesday. There was not a lot of people, but we went there anyways. Next week will be probably Westboro. The other week will be another one. And then on, on tomorrow we'll visit another one. And that's this community thing that you were saying. We want to go out and we want people to come visit us mm -hmm. so that we can Fantastic. bring think, this family together. I think one of the, uh, the most important things that I see from uh, you guys inviting people from other centers is to really highlight the diversity of speakers. People have different styles, different ways of, of really, you know, showcasing the message, showcasing, you know, spiritism itself. 
I think everybody wins with that, right? You bring diversity to bring people from different perspectives and different ways of teaching or re really sh different sharing, the sh sharing the message. I think everybody wins. Everybody different benefits. Perspectives, yeah. you know, benefits uh, all of everybody. us. Everybody. And so can I just ask you guys, since both of you are here from the great state of Massachusetts. Great state no, of Massachusetts. No, not state. Commonwealth. Commonwealth. Oh, no, I am sorry. Yeah, yeah, I apologize. Please, please. Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Um, and how many spiritist groups are here? In MA, there are eight spiritist groups. So I'll start with the uh, very first one, which is the one that I'm engaged with, Ellen Kardec Spirit Society of Massachusetts. It was founded 24 years ago, if I'm not mistaken, wow. and I've been going there for 17 years. Uh, the other one that's been there uh, here in, in the Commonwealth uh, for almost as long is the um, Spiritist Center in Lamister, which was basically a Spanish-speaking Spiritist Center from uh, Luis Figueroa, a Colombian who moved to the United States and brought, brought over with him, spiritism right, with him. Then we have uh, the uh, Workers of the Last Hour, which is in Westboro. Marlboro. Marlboro, I'm sorry, yes, Marlboro, thank you. Then we have here. One of the boroughs. One of the boroughs, yeah. yeah. One of the, one of then the we have here where we are right now, the uh, little spot of the light in Peabody. We also have uh, Fealma, which is in Chelmsford. North part of the uh, of the uh, north part of the uh, this, the Commonwealth. We also have Benjamin Franklin Spiritual Society in Westboro. We have a group in Hyannis. I don't recall the name of that that spiritual group. It's yeah, a brand new yeah. one. Mm -hmm. They've only been around for about two years. We also have another one in Quincy, south part of the city, south part of Boston, and uh, totally eight. So eight spiritual centers. Yeah, correct. Fantastic. And so it's always great to mention that in case folks are listening and they are in Massachusetts and you'd like to get to know more, then there's lots of options. Hopefully you almost got the state covered, right? I um, can't necessarily plot them on my map on my head right now because honestly, I don't know where everything is and I apologize for that. But if you're here, you would know. But if you're here, you know. Okay, great to know. Yes. Great to know. Uh, but that's fantastic. So it's really a, um, a movement, right? It's the idea of coming together and spending time with each other and exchanging ideas exchanging experiences, which is really great because I think it goes beyond just talking, right? And I think that's in, in spiritism, we often talk about the need to practice what we do. So it's a great opportunity for us to come together. So it's always a pleasure to be here because I can see that. Um, and one great thing, if I may, too, um, again, you guys are just listening to us, but there is a banner that they make every year for each one of the uh, dress piece, if we want to call it that. And so right now I'm looking at them. They're all here on left side and up opposite that beautiful quilt color um, wall that we talked about. And we see the different topics uh, throughout the year. So the first one was about family being the lighthouse for society. Uh, that was uh, 2009. Correct. Right. Um, and the second one, you want to talk about it, Flavio? Yep, it's from a uh, it's a homage to one of the most prolific mediums of all time, Francis Xavier, originally from Brazil. He produced over 400 books himself through uh, channeling. Never got a penny from his works. He donated everything to charity, and there was a homage to him, uh, Francis Xavier, in June 2010. Yeah, that would be the year that he would uh, be 11 years old. That was the year where he was. Uh, you know, every congress, spiritist symposium would talk about him, about his life, about his books, about everything that he did in Brazil. So that was, he was born in 1910, right? He was born in so 1910. If yes. he were still with us here in physical body, yeah, he would have been 100 years. 100 old. years old. Oh, yeah. fantastic. 
Um, and then there's number three, which is We Are All Mediums. That was in June of 2011, uh, which makes a lot of sense. A great topic as well. Followed by Jesus and Me, June 2012. Fantastic. Yeah, that year Flavio gave us a talk uh, in English about that, that topic, Jesus and Me. The modern guide for humanity, as we know, right? Yeah, correct. And uh, after Fifth. after that, that good old Jesus and I, we have uh, Jurassic Five. I'm mean, just kind of making terms now. I'm calling it Jurassic Five. <laughs> Sounds like a science program or something. No? Jurassic yeah, Five. Jurassic Five. Yeah. You're clear mm -hmm. to go. Um, the way. Um, really great picture too because I like love the picture. It's a grassy knoll and has all rose these petals. rose petals, like yeah. making a path. And clearly, we're talking about a path to spiritual enlightenment. Uh, so that's also beautiful. Um, and so I am sorry that you're just listening to this because the visual presentation is quite nice. I really wish you guys could see it, but uh -huh. yeah. And six, what's your SP6, Flavio? Uh, it's towards the light of gospel, uh -huh. right? So interesting. We see a light. We see a, a sun in the back um, uh, through a, a, a tree. In, on, on the verge of an ocean or, or sea, and then you, you see the, light, the uh, sun rays, right? The sun, you know, light rays showing case, showcasing on the grass. It's, it's actually a very beautiful uh, picture, right? Yeah. The and then we the have gospel. the last one, um, which uh, is also very beautiful because you've got a lighthouse and a boat, very symbolic there. Tell us a little bit about that one, McKenzie. Yeah, that was the last one. That was the workers of the future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, we had this idea of of us, everybody from Spiritism, being these workers that um, we are working now to prepare, to prepare the future, to prepare others for the future and ourselves for the future. If we remind and remember that we used to say, well, let's build a better world for our children, right? And we will probably be our children's children or our children's children's children. So we are preparing True. the world actually for ourselves. So yeah, the more we yeah. prepare, we That's prepare the world. That's a beautiful thing about yeah. reincarnation, right? Because it really makes us think in the long term. Mm -hmm. Really uh, gets us gets us to think about. And diversity even becomes more interesting too, right? Because yes. you might just be born in another part of the world. So True. the whole idea of brotherhood and community with different faiths, different people and different cultures uh, just makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's great. So we have all these different ones, up all the way up to seven. This year's is the eighth, Jurespi. Spiritism and art. Spiritism and art, which is a fantastic top topic because, hey, who doesn't like art? And who, who doesn't, doesn't like, like spiritism? spiritism <laughs> right? Well, at least we do. At least we do. We might be slightly biased. <laughs> and if you're listening, chances are you might as well. Yeah. And maybe at not, least might have an interest. Maybe, maybe not, not after, after this, this program. <laughs> Maybe this is where spiritism ends for you. But I want to say this is not this program is not necessarily reflective of spiritism as a body of knowledge. That it's is just true. really that people coming true. together and yes. talking and about just talking about it. Informal, about it. unscripted, unguided conversations. Unplugged. Unplugged. True. And so every year too we have an installation of sorts. Today is the wall. Last year we also had a fantastic life size book. book. Oh, yeah, that is true. Which that was is over here, true. Which was quite fun. I saw a lot of people playing with it. It was such a piece of uh, like entertainment value because imagine like a, a big seven book. Seven foot tall. Seven foot book. Ball book. Heaven yeah, hell. True. 
Um, it literally made the, uh, you know, almost like the knowledge come out of it because people would literally go inside the book and come out. Come so out it was it. fun, uh, fantastic, silly, but really creative things. Always surprised me how creative um, These guys they are. Yeah, must have a lot of, you know, time left. That's the only thing I can think <laughs> a of. Lot of time, <laughs> a lot time of time left to create all these things. True, true, and, true. Um, if you are obviously not here, uh, which you're not, because right now we're by ourselves, huh, the, the, you can follow Jurassic 2 online, can you? Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. Since is well, since not since the beginning, we try to record every single talk that we have and then put later on put online. But these days, we found out that we could uh, do the live transmission. So we are doing the live transmission. So if you follow us, uh, it's in Portuguese, but it. Uh, Continue de Luis, we could spell it. Uh, spell it. C A N T I N H O D E L U Z. So this is our group name. So if you put there on in on YouTube, you will find our our channel. You can subscribe to it, and then you receive the uh, the notification that we will have a special talk live. And usually su- Saturday nights and during Jurespi. Monday nights, we starting from 7 up to more or less 8, 8.10 or 8.30, depending on the talk, we have it live. And you, you can watch and, and see the, the conversation that we're having that night or the public talk or whatever we have that, that specific night. But doing Jurespi, you also do some topics in English, right? I know that Mr. Flavio over here is going to be speaking about spiritism in art. In art on Monday, yep, yeah. 7 so o'clock on Easter time. By the time you listen to this... It will, be, it, it will be. It will be online past. already. Yeah, yeah, it will be, be online. Yeah. It will be recorded. Yeah. So yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. curious uh, about it and you want to um, spend some time checking it out, it's always great and always fun. I personally like to do that um, at home on YouTube on TV or mm-hmm. when I'm in the car driving, just listening to listen the audio. Listen to it. Yeah. Something that I do. Um, but so there's there's um, there's an invitation to get to know Jurassic a little bit more. Who knows? Maybe you do your own version of Jurassic near you. Just go out and explore different folks. That is correct. That is correct. Uh, one of the things that I that I really like to 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 talk and to tell people that come to Jurespi is this idea of is this idea of really coming together. It's not a topic. an event or a, a topic uh-huh. just for us here. It's for everybody. It's for to invite your friends is to go out specifically from your spiritist group to go to a different spiritist group really to provide and that was one of the things that we used to say a lot in the beginning and then we kind of lost track of saying exactly like like I'm going to say right now but it just came to my mind we usually say that spiritism is is the spiritist doctrine which is a a, a word that that usually brings this idea of being something st- static right it doesn't bring the movement that is so that's the 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 knowledge base that we have to study but and then we have the spiritist movement but what is this movement if we are stuck at one house always going to the same place so we need to move around the the spiritist groups in our area to create this movement and then maybe we'll make this whirlwind of people going back and forth and then we really create this movement and people will see us moving people will see us doing doing things showing what spiritism really is because it's not to be stuck in one place no it's to really keep like nemo like dory from nemo Keep swimming, keep swimming, keep swimming. You, we need to keep swimming if we want to reach somewhere. And that's what the, the idea of Jurespi is, or one of the ideas of Jurespi is. I think that's very reflective of spiritism in general, right? As a dynamic body of knowledge, 
we are always searching out new things and trying to grow in understanding. So it's only coherent, I would say, that you would also to do the same thing, right? Not just be in your corner of yep. the world, but get engaged and get to know other people and talk about different topics or talk about the same topics but in different a different perspectives. way. Right? Go out there, explore, indulge, really, really get to know different people, different perspectives. I also like to do that myself. Every time I have a, the opportunity to go in a different city or different place through my you know, regular work, I try to visit different spiritist centers. We learn so much by doing that, right? And I think the example that you guys are doing here, and if, by the way, anywhere close to Peabody, Massachusetts, stop by for a visit. These guys are awesome. The fraternity, the camaraderie that's here, it's amazing. You could feel the energy. These guys are really welcoming, and it's just an amazing place to, uh, to visit. What you're doing here is, 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 uh, is a model for the... Uh, whole commonwealth definitely is fantastic and so let me be selfish and then ask you guys um both of you what was your favorite moment of a pastor sp or at least one moment that sticks out to you guys as a special moment that you guys really enjoyed don't don't you all start talking at once <laughs> they I'll look at you. Each, they it's, look at each other like very polite. So <laughs> like, should you go first? Should I go first? It is so hard. I pro I don't know if for, for Flavio it's easy or not, but for me that was here through every single activity. It's really hard. One that two that just popped out of my mind was Danielle remembering the 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 big book of last year that we had the big uh, heaven and hell book that we had here because what I forgot to say about last year was that we were celebrating the 150th anniversary of the heaven and hell book. So that's why we had that, that big book here. And that image of Daniel coming out of the book because we have a photograph of that specific moment and then we Sorry. show it here. <laughs> we Sorry, show it people. here at the Spiritist Center from time to time for people to see it. It's because of the happiness that you show in that picture, the the way the photo is, it, it looks like really looks like as if you are moving out of that that book. It it's something that really stuck uh, is stuck in my mind. So I remember very vividly that night and that moment where we were there taking those pictures. And two years prior to that, on the on the fifth Jurespi five Jures Jurespi what sorry Jurespi five five that you said right uh, was uh, the way. Um, we had a very hard time doing the art for that recipe, but it was hard because it was time-consuming, mm -hmm. not because it was uh, difficult. like difficult, like, yeah? technically yeah, difficult. Exactly. Right. So it, we had a w uh, a, a, a way. Flavio can describe it. A pathway, yeah, a pathway yeah. on the the wall that Daniel just described. We had a pathway on that wall, but not on the wall, on the floor. We had a pathway from the entrance of the of the Spiritist Center to the wall. So it was an entrance. Nobody could, could walk on that path. It was a miniature path, we could say it, but with stones and sand. And we had some small s s signs on the lawn there saying all the topics that we had for that specific Jurespi. And, Jurespi, and we had, it was like, three or four weeks to do that with a lot of people. People would come and go and people would do some parts, pe other people. And all the, the word that Flavio just used, the camaraderie, right? All the, 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 the get together of people here sitting and, and discussing what we're going to do, what is best, where we should put this and this. That was, those were 
very, very, very happy days for us, you know, getting together, getting to know more of each other, spending some time together here preparing. It was like a month before the Jurespi started, we already started doing that pathway here, so now, it was so really I good. I have not seen that, but now I want to see it. So I was thinking here, how could we get that to folks? I'm sure we have a picture somewhere. Yes, we do. Yes, so we do. W we're going to put it out on Twitter if you uh, are in the Tweety box. Uh, as I like to call it, let us know. We came up with a hashtag, which is going to be S, uh, Convos, so S-C-O-N-V-O-S. And we're going to tweet out um, on that um, ha with that hashtag so you can see a picture of maybe the wall and if we have the book and we have the, the path, maybe one, one, one of us will do each one of those. Yep. Uh, and, and you the can sign, find us there. the banners as well. We could do that. Yep, which is really great. It's just fun because it seems like a great multimodal approach right like you we do the talks we do an art installation and there's a communal piece so it's just a fun thing that shakes things up right it is it is it is awesome for all of us here we uh, we even we we count the days and when we are in Jurespi going through uh we start saying oh my gosh we already had three talks now we only have five left it took so long for us to prepare, and then it goes so quick. <laughs> so it, it, it is really. So we, we, we just had our third one, and then Flavia will come next Monday, and then there will be only four, and then we keep counting, and then all of a sudden June is over, and then Jurespi is gone. Yeah, great. And so, so we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to talk a little bit more about Jurespi. Just hang around. Hello, dear friends. If you're here listening to the Spiritist Conversations podcast, you already know that we live forever. However, do you also know that there is a Spiritist Radio on the internet for our listening pleasure and the nourishment of our souls? This is Kardec Radio, and we have a wide range of shows, from live interviews to shows for teens and kids. We even have a show about Spiritist books. Every Wednesday, Mackenzie and Francisca read a book chapter, followed by a discussion about its teachings. It is always eye-opening. Do you want to know more? kardecradio.com visit us share the love nourish your soul and we're back we just took a quick break um, so that we you know can make sure our sponsors have a say <laughs> in what we're doing and we have no sponsors people this is just us really just trying to maybe some spiritual sponsors, yeah, exactly, sponsors. Yeah. Um, no we just want to break it up a little bit in case you uh, need to break it up and have a place to stop but what we were doing here was we were asking folks these two guys have been in dress before the eight editions right and uh, Mackenzie just told us a little bit about the instances which he remembers, which were memorable to him. And Flavio now was going to share with us, before I interrupted so rudely, um, to make a break. Flavio, what about you? Um, what was um, You've been here for eight years, right, on the yep. Jurespi bandwagon, if I may say so. Yep. Uh, I've only been here for two. I love it. I'll come back, um, unless they close the oh, door oh. and don't if let me next year. <laughs> if you, if you um, but, so what is it that stands out to you? What is it that you remember that... Um, 
was great. So first thing, Mackenzie cheated. He actually, you know, had two examples. He was supposed to only have one. Yeah, true, true. That's I'm sorry, only going to give sorry. you one. That's yeah. okay. <laughs> so in the uh, second Jurespi ju- 2, I should say. Uh, is I it okay? Is it okay that I just put Oh, yeah, that's perfect. Okay. That's even sorry, better. I didn't mean yeah, to be yeah, no, no, super no, no. rude. They <laughs> just came out. So in Jurespi 2. The uh, mission. <laughs> the comeback. Yeah, the comeback. The mission, yeah. the comeback. Excuse me. So in Jurespi 2, for the third time... Did we tell you, folks, <laughs> that this was unplugged and unscripted? We meant it. <laughs> it was for real. So in Jurespi 2, uh, I had the pleasure to uh, share a topic about, as I mentioned before when you were talking about the banners, one of the most prolific mediums of all times, right? Francis Xavier. And uh, through that lecture, through that talk, I had at the end of the talk, I had a woman come to me and said, oh, thank you very much for what you've described what mediumship is because I'm not crazy and I've been called crazy I've been sent to different hospitals and what you're telling me here is that what I see sometimes it's normal right so I I could connect right away the consoling message that spiritism brings to humanity from that that uh, woman's feedback to me after the uh, that lecture right uh, what really struck me was what she got out of the message that yes mediumship is real there are ways for you to study more through Medium's book, through different you know, opportunities, different spiritist centers, and you're not alone, right? So if you're feeling something like that, if you have questions, there are always uh, ways to go and get more information. Uh, we have an email that you can email us if you'd like. We can you know, continue this conversation, which is conversations at spiritism.org. So my, my really uh, time or event that really struck me was that woman. I don't remember her name. I don't recall her face, unfortunately. But uh, her feedback to me was was phenomenal, and I'm really thankful uh, to you, Mackenzie, to all the uh, folks here, the uh, the uh, the Spiritist Center, for all these invitations. And I'm very thankful for for being part of this, you know, journey for all these years. Thank you very much. That's great. That's awesome. Um, I think this is all about right. It's the human connection. Is having a chance to learn and to help each other out. So this gives us the forum here for. to do that, right? And the human connection, that human connection is something that we like very much. And like Flavio said, we want you to be part of the conversation. So if you want to suggest topics, if you want to send uh, comments, uh, if you want to be part of our program in the future, maybe why, yep. not? why not? Why not? Write yeah. us, tweet at us, use the hashtag, write the email, let us know. We'll be glad to have you on the show or at least try to tackle some of the topics that you suggest. Uh, thanks for being part of our conversation at a distance. So that is, that I, I just want to to say something because when Flavio when Flavio mentioned that, I was not expecting it, and because when you asked right the moment, I I thought of our meeting right. I thought of Jorespi in mm-hmm. itself or the preparation because that's my perspective. I've, I am from the inside. Flavio is coming from the outside, like you, right? Mm-hmm. You you come visit do perfectly what you come to do but we never hear these stories because mm-hmm. you're so busy yeah we're so around. busy you're, we're yeah, so, you're yeah. behind the scenes yeah. making everything happen yeah. right and and it's so yeah. it's so it's so powerful to hear these things because it of course it was his lecture it was what flavio said at that night and it's not Jorespi in itself but if Jorespi or any other event anywhere in the world is able to provide these opportunities to people to come together and hear something good and take something out 
one small thing, one small smile, one hug, one one little tear from a story that you tell, and a feedback like that to Flavio, it, it just warms our, our hearts. It just warms it up because you see how powerful these things are. Yeah. are, are. Uh, it's been eight years, and it it's so amazing to hear a story like that. So it just, that was it six just years ago, and I still remember it. Exactly. Because it made so a difference. Yeah, it's fantastic. Right? It's, this is what it's really about, right? And this is what we try to do. Just bring a little bit of light into other people's lives just like they have brought it to us. Totally worth it. If just for that one moment alone, if we make somebody's life just a tiny little bit better, worth it. Totally worth it. It is. It is indeed. Um, So fantastic. Thanks for sharing those stories. Those are great stories. Let me ask you um, another question too, if I may, which is uh, this is now the eighth year, right? This is Jurespi 8. Correct. Um, Clearly things now are relatively easier, I would guess, because Mm -hmm. you've been doing this for eight years. And so you already kind of got the swing of it. You're kind of into it. But I'm sure there must have been challenging times too, right? True. Um, can you tell us a little bit of some of the challenges that you guys have uh, might have faced faced as you were putting Jurespi together during the years? And how has the group uh, responded? I, I guess it's kind of part of a tradition now, right, for you guys? It is. It is. Everybody expects Jurespi. Everybody starts to talk about Jurespi as soon as it, it's over. Of course, two three months later, then we start to think about what will be what we will be talking about next year. Uh, sometimes we wait for an inspiration. Sometimes somebody comes and gives a talk, and then that talk sparks something, and then we just uh, it just flows from there. Um, the tough time is, I, I think, as with most groups, I would say it's that we have a. a we have a great group here. We have basically the same workers from a long time. We are fortunate that we have a, uh, steady. Uh, a steady, yeah, workers, steady yeah. workers, a very, very uh, tight group. Some people go back to Brazil. Some people you know, come and go. But the main, the core is always, is always here. Um, but it's a small group. So when we have ideas that are... I, I would say a little bit bigger than what the group can handle. Then that that's when when things starts to to get a little tougher. Then we have to start getting help from the outside. So this year, for example, um, we have people that started to move. So we don't have that many houses where we can have people with us, right? So we were discussing what we're going to do. One of our one of the people in our group said, "I can receive them all every weekend." Danielle and the other ones who are coming from New York and from other other states around. All of a sudden, last week, Flavio calls me or sends me a text message and says, Hey, if you if you can, I can if you want, if you need, I can I can have Daniel at my place. And then that just came from nowhere. That just came. I know that you guys are friends, but he he didn't have the need to do this. And these types of help came out of nowhere uh, in the other years. Uh, from different people uh, at the right time, and we it 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 just helps. So, uh, thank you for hosting, me, sir. I appreciate that. <laughs> My pleasure. So, checks, it, checks in the mail. Check in the mail, please. <laughs> Send me the bill. Uh, well, but uh, you're eating all his ice cream, though. So what's not yet? It, not oh, yet. not okay. Not, not yet. yet. Okay. You guys, I've only know. shown him the oh, ice cream. You showed him. I oh, haven't I offered him ice cream yet. <laughs> Flavio has a lot of ice cream on his fri- in his fridge, which makes me really happy. 
um, because uh, as I was telling our friends here, uh, one of the proofs of the existence of God is ice cream. The way I look at it, it's just beautiful. Um, I love it. I send completely me ice agree. Cream in the mail, no, don't send me ice cream in the mail. No. Um, but anyway, so thanks for hosting me. It's great. It's another great piece of this is that you know you get the human connection. You get to spend. Yeah, time that's folks. true, and and that's that's how powerful it is. See, if you're isolated from people, if you're only your group and you don't know, you don't go out, you don't receive people in your group. And if you go out to ask for help, people will help. Of course, that people will help, but it will be a kind of an, you know, a kind of an awkward situation because you never go out, and then you go out and then you ask for help. What is what what is going on? But then, if you're just together with everybody, everybody is part of your conversation. Everybody is part of your group. Everybody is part of what you're doing. And then all of a sudden, people start offering you. You offer help. You receive help, and then everything starts to go with the flow. You don't need to to be worrying too much. Of course, we worry. Of course, we we have problems and here and there. But there was no major problem. There was an unsolvable problem. Because every time we have something, something comes up, and then we just get that opportunity to do something else. I want to piggyback on that, what uh, you, you mentioned about um, uh, everybody willing to help, right? I think uh, when we learn about universal fraternity, I think that's what it really means, right, for us. To really being able to extend our hand and uh, uh, rest assured, be, you know, uh, really assured that whenever you need help, somebody's going to be there for you, right? So if you want that to happen, you have to also have to stand, extend a hand and try to help as many people as you can. I, I believe that this is really the message that we've, we've uh, sometimes missed throughout the years, right? After Jesus was here with us about 2,000 years ago, that we are brothers and sisters, right? It doesn't matter, you know, if we understand it or not, we're all siblings one way or the other, right? But oftentimes we forget about that and we ended up mistreating others for whatever reason. So we actually miss the message. If we can really try to put us, pull us back to the original message, that we should all really treat ourselves as siblings. I think it, uh, it, it, may, it may really get us a step closer to that, that outcome. Right? Yeah, that is true. So uh, I don't know if I have a short answer for that, but this was one of the, one of the things that you said. Well, we, have, we, we, we don't have a problem. We, we already have a person to receive. But we know that that person, the, as much as we can help as a group, I mean, let's say uh, f she will... She would receive four different people at her house every weekend this month. What what does she go need to go through with that, right? Uh, she needs to change all all her schedule. She needs to prepare the house, and she's very uh, she takes a lot of care of the people who are in her house. I think you were you were there last year, right? So it would be four four weeks in a row. What would change in her life for that? And then. The more we can can give, I I would say, oh no, let's let's buy whatever the food that so ice that she cream. doesn't yeah, ice cream whatever and, for and her. We sh can we give a shout out to her? <laughs> yeah, right? because can, yeah. she was fantastic with me last year, Renilda. Thank you. Thank yeah. you good job, Renilda. Yeah, and this is also a good reminder for folks that may be listening and may not be aware. But basically, all spiritist work is volunteer. True. We have oh, no yeah, true, paid true. staff, no paid people. We do all that for the. Kindness of a heart. Um, it was really is a disinterest effort. So it, you know, it's really an all volunteer effort. And as as you're saying, I can imagine. Like I didn't know that. For instance, if if she's the one hosting all these people, then it's just like a whole month of your your you know your life your life being taken away being taken away. Like yeah. you're still working doing other things, and then on top of that, you can't go home and relax because there's somebody else that you're hosting, right? So pretty great, pretty great example of of just pitching in. Yeah, and that's that's this is one example, 
but we could cite small ones. We could, could talk about small ones. But I think that, uh, and I apologize because my memory, and I'm kind of fortunate. I don't know if I'm fortunate or unfortunate. Sometimes when I'm giving a talk, I, I think that I'm unfortunate that I don't have a very good memory for some stuff. But for these kinds of stuff, I, I'm really fortunate to not have a good memory. So I don't remember these bad things, and I just keep going because I always remember the good things. I always remember the result. I always remember the face of people coming here, seeing you guys talk and, and explain things to us. So I... Uh, it's what matters at the end of the day, right? Yeah, it's I think really, so too. You know, it's worth remembering. Um, and I can say that, you know, I've only been here for two years, but last year I also had a pleasure of meeting another worker here in the group, uh, Mr. Ailton. And he true, is fantastic, true. such a great He's person. He's a non-stopping non machine. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a uh, quiet and shy man, but he's just fantastic. And he was so helpful, right? And, and he, you know, helped me driving around and everything else, carrying my bags when I couldn't, like, handle them. It's just like a small details of how people give of themselves, right, in ways that sometimes go unnoticed, uh, but really make a difference. It's really kind of an all-in um, kind of effort, which is really, really great. It's really about the people. Yeah, it, it is. It is. In the end, it's it's really about the people and everybody, right? We can cite say the names of a lot of people here and without them this would just not happen because people see and maybe because I I am the one who is less ashamed of going up front and talking to people right uh, just like Flavio, Flavio and, and, and Daniel uh, I'm the one who comes and then talks and then presents everybody and then talks to everybody so people would see me more but I'm not the, the hardest worker. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's it's a lot of about you. yeah. There's a lot of people if, if behind if the it, scenes exactly, yeah. and yeah. all of them are so important. Ayuton that you just mentioned, he was the one that created the wall, not the not plastering the, the wall, no, not yeah. the, but, but the physical built, wall. Yeah, he uh, built the wall. The yeah, the and frames yeah. and everything. So he was here for. A week, every day in the morning, from six to seven thirty-eight. When then he would go to work. Wow! So he fantastic. would wake up, that wake up early, come here, do part of the work, and then go to work. Do part of the wall, go to work. Wow, that's amazing. And then I would come late and at night with him to do amazing. some. Really, so really a lot of fun. I really like this wall. And then Shirley's came, and then gave the idea. They prepared this, and Luciano came, and Hanuda came, and Chris came, and uh, we could you know go on and on and on with the, the group of people who would come some people are tired they go home and then comes another one and then replace that person and it's really a group effort so it, it is what makes this Jorespi so special for us because it brings us together uh, us here in the group and then when we go out we go out because we want to meet more people and see what they're doing and so it's it's, and amazing. it's amazing you guys obviously put a lot of effort and time into this so how much are the tickets <laughs> the tickets. Where can I reserve uh, the tickets for for Jurespi Nine? Jurespi Nine. Uh, Jurespi Nine. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you can uh, show up, and I'll give you a hug, and you're able to go. <laughs> you don't even it's, need to give me a hug. I give you a hug, it's free. and then yeah, <laughs> so it's you free. can come. It's free. Charges, uh, you just say. come, just come, and and sit and have fun and learn. And we have good food at the end, and that's that's basically what it is. It's uh, it's free. There was food at the end too. We forgot to talk about this. Always better with food. Food at the end, uh, which is great because after the talk, 
um, and we had question answers today, for instance. But sometimes we don't have a chance to interact. So, um, you know, staying a little bit afterwards and having some food together give us the opportunity yeah. to talk to each other and get to know new people. Um, Flavio and I today had a pleasure sitting with different folks. Like I didn't know them today, so I got to, to know a little bit more about them. So I really want fun. to ask you then, what is what was that that conversation? How was it? Because I don't know those people. Oh, fantastic! I I you don't know I, them? I never saw them the first before. Time they came that here? was the uh, at least to m to my knowledge. Maybe they they ca they came in a different day that I was not here. Mm -hmm. Okay, which is. Not that often. I'm here most of the Saturdays. Maybe they came before and I didn't see or... So, curiously uh, speaking, they actually live in Malden, much closer to Somerville than here. Hmm. And uh, they've been to the uh, uh, Spiritist Center in Somerville, where we uh, are engaged. And, lovely uh, people, lovely people. They're great. They were, yeah. And uh, the interesting thing is they came here and I've asked them where they, they, where they were based. And they said, Malden, which is, oh, that's much closer to Somerville. But they came here just because of Jurassic. So they was, did? Yeah. Huh. They came here because of your recipe. So yeah. it was interesting. Uh, interesting uh, Meeting new people, yeah. that's what it's all about. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes, you, know? um, you don't have to meet new people all the time. Yeah. Like, I can't do that all the time. <laughs> um, I'm a little bit of an introvert, believe, it or me, believe me or not. Uh, but I don't believe it, but that's okay. It is actually true. Um, so that's just really great. Right? So that the opportunity to spend time with folks outside too and make those bonds, right, establish that connection, it's great. Just getting to know new, new people. It's, it's awesome. So then, Daniel, I'm, I'm gonna. I have to ask you this. Uh, I think that you were. I don't know if it was the first one. Maybe I'm, I'm forgetting about the other Jurespis. But you and Flavio, uh, this afternoon that we're recording, you gave us this talk, or not this talk. It was a mini course about public talk, how to speak better, how to you know, present speaking. better, public yeah. speaking. Um, Which is somewhat ironic because we don't consider ourselves experts on the topic. I was going to say as that. You can tell. <laughs> um, disclaimer. Disclaimer. Yeah. <laughs> but we did share our best practices. Some best practices. We had fun yep. with the group, um, which was always great. And I thought it was really a great opportunity as well, right? Just to, it was, yeah. Just to get to know different people. Uh, because as we talked about, it, it's this is all an all-volunteer effort. So oftentimes folks feel like they are not capable or they they're not you know not good enough right enough. Ex yeah exactly and the truth is none of us do this for a living so um it's really just a labor of love what would you think flav it really is it was a great opportunity to meet folks as well i've actually met most of the people that came here to be honest but uh, to be able to share some of the things that we are so passionate about and we're not professionals by all means but we have passion to do it. We have, you know, a huge interest on it. We have done a lot of study, you know, uh, about the uh, topic, and being able to share some of the things that we've, you know, the pathways that we've walked before. So hopefully, we'll be able to avoid some of the common mistakes that one will go to when, you know, that person starts, you know, uh, public speaking. I think it's already, you know, worth the benefit, worth the, uh, the effort. Yeah, I should fun. say. It was a lot of fun too. Um, and I am sad to say that our hour is coming to an end. That was uh, quick. That was quick. Um, we do have fun. It always is. Do let us know how you feel about the quorum. Honestly, we would love to hear your feedback. Um, hashtag. Hashtag S-Convos for Spiritist Conversations. That is S-C-O-N as in Nancy, V-O-S. Let us know what works for you, what doesn't work for you, what would you like to hear more of or less of. Um, and we, we love to, to hear from you. 
you can also email us at conversations at spiritism.org. But to wrap up, let's let's look to the future, right? We've been talking mm. to, to the to present and the past. Um, can you tell us a little bit what Jurassic 9 is going to look like? Wow. Or do you do you know? Maybe is it's okay not to it? know. And is it June next year? It is going to be in June. That's that's our plan. We June don't, 2017. June 2017. Can we come? Are you are, are invite yourself? Yes. <laughs> we'll come and we'll, we'll sit down in these chairs over here and we'll listen to the to the talks. I would love to have you guys again. Flavio is is always invited. He's he's close by, so it's much easier for him to come. Of course, he travels a lot because of his work and so on. But we try to schedule to see if he has one of the Mondays free. Because one of the things that I forgot to say is that we invite people that live far away, just like Daniel in California, to come on a, on the weekends so that they can have the time to come. And then we invite people from Massachusetts or people who are close by to come on Mondays, which makes it easier for them uh, to come. Although it's a not always easy. Yeah. Yeah. Sense, yeah. So that's how that's how we do it. So Flavio is already invited. He's always invited. And you, if you, uh, of course, you are invited. But uh, of course, it's uh, it's a pleasure. Well, it, I it said was it on the pleasure. air. He had to invite. Yeah, he had, it, to invite. He had, he had no alternative. <laughs> be very rude of him. So if you want to get invited to something, you know, yeah, just, just do it live. Yeah, just do it live. Okay. Yeah. But what what is the future? What's your SP nine look like? Do you know? Uh, no, we don't know yet. Mm-hmm. But um, what I can tell you, it's my preference, right? Um, I love number nine. This is out of all the numbers in the universe, my preferred number is nine. So maybe I'll show this passion to the group so that we can have more, an even more special Jurespi like next year Look because it will it. be Jurespi 9. So I don't know. I, uh, but I'm, Maybe there will be uh, three talks a week as opposed to two. <laughs> or nine well, talks he, a week. Or yeah. nine <laughs> talks, so come on. <laughs> no, we don't know yet. What we try to do, and I forgot to mention, uh, well, uh, I said that in Jurespi 2, which I love, by the way. Uh, probably I'm going to start referring to Jorespi like you did, Daniel. Jorespi 2 was 100 years uh, Chico, Chico Xavier. Jorespi 3 was about mediumship, but why? Because it was 150 years of the mediums book. Okay. Then Jorespi 4, Jorespi 5, we didn't have anything special, but Jorespi f- uh, 6 was 150 years of the gospel according to Spiritism. Mm-hmm. And then Jurespi 7, 150 years of heaven and and hell. 140 years. Uh 40 years? No, 150 years. 50 years, correct. Correct. So we try to see if there's something that's major that we can, yeah, historical so that we can talk. So 2017, I I think, Flavio, I think it's 160 years of a great book. I think. I'm be. not saying. It could be. I'm not saying it will be. I'm not saying uh-huh. it will be. It could be it's not the first book no, published yeah, by yeah. No, I'm not saying. Uh-huh. I'm, I didn't say anything. Okay. You were saying. You're the I one saying. saying. Yeah. I was saying. I fully. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. We we don't know yet. Nobody knows. So Nobody. I'll give, you, I'll give a suggestion for Jurespi 10. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so talking about the future. Okay. That would be 150 years of the Genesis. Oh yeah, um, so it yeah, talks maybe about the creation of the world, the universe. Maybe it's an amazing 
historical and, and philosophical book. It's a good book. study back. Maybe. Book, yeah. So yeah. maybe it's a suggestion. Maybe. Put your request in early, sir. Talk <laughs> 2018. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we <laughs> never know. But that's that's basically how our mind works. And for some reason, in the middle of the way, we are w- we're walking the walk, right? Talking the talk. And uh, all of a sudden, somebody comes with an idea. And that idea just Sticks. spreads. And, and then that's how it is. Jesus and me, for example, was one of those ideas. We don't know where it came from. Jesus and me was duress before. We don't know what it, where it came from. Uh, I can't remember. Maybe that year I would, I would tell you the story. Right now I can't remember. But it, it was, I would say, probably in a conversation I was having with somebody. We were having together. And then we were, we were writing something. And then all of a sudden, this Jesus and me came. And then it, it stuck. It, it really stuck. So all the topics that year were like Jesus, the Father, and me. Jesus, Spiritism, and me. Jesus, something, and me. And then the last topic was Jesus and me. And that last topic was Marcelo from Florida, um, Marcelo Neto. He came and he gave that talk to us. That, wa- that night was magical one of the other great nights uh, of Jurespi. Uh, he was he was so emotional that he got a lot of us crying here, and he was crying at the end. And later on, I saw on the internet, he gave this talk in other places. And it was, it was magic. It was as if it had to happen. We don't know why, how it happens, but it's... Yeah, and we say we don't know how and why because we cannot see, I cannot see, but of course that we know that the good spirits are always together. You said it tonight. Uh, you, you guys said this afternoon. When we have a focus, when we are doing the good job, when we are really making the effort of spreading the word, of doing the best we can to do better, to improve our lives and the lives of others, the good spirits just connect to us, and then they will help, and then everything flows. And that's how it was. That's how it's been so far. That's how it's been on this eighth SP8, uh, and hopefully it will keep going like that. Well, thank you, thank you. It was really a pleasure talking to you, Mackenzie. We hope to talk to you soon again. There's other projects that you're also involved with. We would love to hear more about. Yep. Um, but thank you for having us. Thank you for sharing with us the experience of SP and making SP possible. And for you listening, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for your attention. And it's a wrap, folks. Thank you very much. See you at the next one. Thank you, guys. Talk to you later. And there you have it. We have learned how an event that has been going on for eight years in Massachusetts stays true to the spiritist ideal of loving and teaching one another. It is truly great to listen to different speakers on different topics to spark our curiosity and help us make sense of the world. And it is equally important to make an effort to be with each other, learn from each other in our different perspectives. That is a lesson we take from Jurespi, mind and heart together, helping us grow. Thank you for joining us for another Spiritist Conversation. Your hosts were Dan Assisi and Flavio Zanetti, and our guest was Mackenzie Mello. Want to join the conversation? Tweet using the hashtag S-Convos, S-C-O-N-V-O-S. Email us at conversations at spiritism.org or simply visit our Facebook page. 
We look forward to hearing from you. So long. The opening song you heard on the show was Take 5, played by the David Brubeck Quartet. Audio engineering by Mackenzie Mello and Dennis Sissi. No one was paid to take part in this broadcast. <laughs>